Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Wednesday morning, the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. It's day three of the Dave Berry, Matt Dyson holiday. And Bush and Richie here looking after things again this morning. I hope you're doing okay. Quick check on the team. Emma and Glenn, you okay over there? Hello. Very well, thank you. What percentage wake you the pair of you? 78%. Oh, I was going to say 60. There you go. Aspirational Emma, you can only get better. I just, can I just say as well, we cannot believe it. Just a little tweet in the taxi on the way in. I cannot believe how many people are up early to look after their pets. Okay? Why the surprise? Well, I just I just didn't expect it. I, just, I was, was in the taxi, it was half four, and I thought to myself, let's just find out what people are doing. Obviously, covering the breakfast show, get a sense of what people are doing at this time of the day. And I, had, I just had loads of replies from people who've had to get up early because of pet stuff. Uh, so, for example, Sean says, the cat wanted breakfast and doesn't take no for an answer. And this was like at like 10 to 5. Uh, and then Mystic B says, I'm checking the tide. This is half five. Checking the tide as I want to take the dog to the shore. Oh, wow. For like a long walk. So, I, I don't know, maybe just start the show with just putting it out there. If you're up early because of your pet, get in touch. It's weird, isn't it? I've never, I've never owned a cat. I would imagine they are a little bit more proactive as, as far as pets are concerned. I think they've just taken the mickey out of us cats. Um, Do you know what I mean? At least the dog does something. Well, dog-wise, when I owned a dog... Once I woke, the first thing I would do would go and let him out, primarily because I was concerned about the quality of the wood laminate. Because <laughs> they hold you to ransom, don't they? They are, yeah. If you if you don't fling those patio doors open quickly and let them out, yeah, that wood laminate is going to perish very quickly. We could learn a few things off dogs in terms <laughs> of getting your own way with that element of threat. Uh, Glenn and Emma, do you have pets either you two or anything like that? Me and my that? family were away over the weekend, and we have two dogs in the family. And I was woken oh. up at five o'clock every morning by their the dog parents coming to let them out. Oh, really? So is that what time they? would normally get up and yeah. about and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, so that meant I had to get up at five o'clock on my weekend off every day as well. Wow. I bet you resented that quite badly. They're selfish. Glenn? Uh, I don't have pets, but my parents do. My parents have got two dogs, and they sleep for maybe 21, 22 hours a day. So they're like koalas. There's no... It, it's, it's absolutely fine. The perfect kind of dog. Yeah. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I just very quickly apologise for the photo of all of us that I put up on Twitter? <laughs> so I put a nice little early morning team photo up at Absolute Radio. Uh, our producer, I then pointed out that we'd look quite pasty. Yeah, we really do. Real state of us. I almost want to take it down again. We look like the ghost crew off Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. not entirely certain that Glenn knew he was in a picture there. I, I think... 100% didn't. If you think that's how I pose for photographs, head down oh, looking really unhappy. I wasn't in it. Emma wasn't even there. Act. You got away with one there, seriously, you're OK. And I tell you what, if you ever meet Glenn in real life, he's a nightmare. He's so much trouble. Uh, so, no, I apologise for that. I should have got consent forms. If anything I learned from uh, yesterday's show, get consent first. Uh, so we're talking about this. Have you been up early doors with your pet for whatever reason? Are they high maintenance? Hi to Natalie, who was up early for a doggy dental appointment. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'd hate to be a dog dentist. They've got terrible breath, dogs. Imagine that. It's awful. Like, oh, is that like a branch off of a vet or have they got an entire thing which is dog dentists? All these questions don't so have the questions. answers. I uh, don't know who this is from, but what a life. I'm up early because I've got four ducks and eight tortoises. Wow. Uh, the, the ducks' water needs cleaning and refilling and I've got to pick weeds to feed the tortoises and change their water too. 
It's like Dr. Doolittle being on. <laughs> Do you know, one thing, this came, weirdly came up at the weekend, uh, and I don't know whether this is true or not, are tortoises still like contraband, illegal? Do you remember there was that thing where you, you couldn't get a, a tortoise for love nor money because they were you weren't allowed to get them anymore? There was a tortoise at the end of last week's I'm Alan Partridge, not Ex- I'm Alan Partridge, whatever yeah. it's called, this time. Yes, it was. And it was implied that it was uh, illegal to give a gift of a tortoise. And I, I was scratching my head a it's little. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, well, we've, we've posed many questions <laughs> in the first 20 minutes of this show. Mainly, are tortoises contraband? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show, the soundtrack to your Wednesday morning. Bush and Richie here. It's 6.25. We've been chatting about whether you've been up early because of your pets. Uh, it turns out it's Claire that caught our attention with the uh, the ducks and the tortoises. She's on the line. Hi, Claire. Hello, Richie. How are you? Uh, we are both good. You've got both of us here. So, Claire, a couple of questions. First off, uh, so, Claire, you are you are our person with the uh, the ducks and the tortoises. I am, yeah. How many animals have you got, just to recap? Uh, so I've got four ducks and eight tortoises. Wow. The greatest thing we've noticed is your surname is McDonald's. Does anyone point out that you have basic blood farm? <laughs> yeah. Apologies basically, if that's yeah. been done before. I think that's nominative <laughs> determinism in many, many ways. Where do you keep them all, by the way? Where are they right now, all, the, all these animals? Um, the ducks are in the garden, yeah. and the tortoises are still quite young so they range from age about two to seven years um so the the largest is about the size of a saucer the smallest is about is about the size of a biscuit and they are they are all inside at the moment in um in containers under lamps um right but they go they go in the garden when the weather's better who gives a better cuddle, a duck or a tortoise? Um, neither of them are particularly great, I think. Oh, I'd like to cuddle a tortoise. I reckon they'd be nice. <laughs> God bless you. That's a long haul, isn't it, in terms of investing in an animal? How, how long do tortoises live? It's like 40 years, isn't it, or something? Uh, well, no, probably more than that. They will, they will all outlive me, so, you know, upwards of 60... 60 years, really. Wow, well, so you have to like hand them on to someone. You got like a contingency plan, then, no offense. I've got, no, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got to gift them in my will to some. Um, to some people, yeah. So my wow. daughter's agreed to take a couple of them, but wow, that's um, So I guess that's our no. final. Uh, that's our final question. Um, are they contraband, or is that how they make their way between people? Is it through wills? Um, well, then they're, they're no longer contraband, providing they're bred by a UK breeder. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there are now lots of people that are registered to breed them in the UK because back in the day, uh, you know, when we were all kids and there were tortoises... Tied Blue Peter and stuff like that. Exactly. They, a lot of those would have been lifted from the wild and sold in market. Um, so, yeah, no longer illegal to own a tortoise, providing it's, it's been purchased by a UK breeder. Brilliant. Lovely to speak to you. Have a great morning. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. It's the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Bush and Richie looking after things this week. And uh, we've just been talking. What's the lovely lady we just spoke to about the tortoise? Claire, old MacDonald. Old MacDonald Claire, who's got a tortoise. We're just looking at that. It was about upwards of 40 years old. Mm. They lived to, or maybe 60. Um, apparently, though, according to Louise in Adelston, who's just texted, saying, Morning, guys. I have a tortoise called George who's 120 years old. Record breaker. In unbelievable. Yeah. 120-year-old tortoise. Mad. Uh, it says I've had it since uh, I was six. Uh, I'm quite a lot younger than him, obviously. So I must have them handed on from generation to generation. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Uh, I've had a happy accident this morning and I need to share it uh, with the team. Right, a happy accident. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting pro. Look at Emma's face. Sounds disgusting. Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's not, trust me. I think this will turn you round. Uh, blueberry Wheats is my cereal of choice at the moment. I didn't realise you were 14 years old. No, <laughs> no it's a very healthy breakfast. I see that as a very like old person's cereal. That's very mature. 14-year-old really? cereal's like Cocoa Pops, your Sugar Puffs, your Icicles. I will Fair take point. a happy medium in the middle of both. And your take Golden's Graham, yeah, all of them. Thank you very much. <laughs> OK. So they're little, like, uh, you know, blueberry-infused wheat squares. <laughs> but I'd run out. There was not enough for a full bowl of cereal. OK. So what I did was mixed it with some crunchy nut cornflakes. Yes. To make a full bowl. That sounds amazing. Oh. A happy accident. And the reason it was happy, Emma, is because it was a taste, sensi- a taste sensation. Yeah. And I'm calling it cereal fusion. Get out of town, Richie. Get, where, where were you doing this? Was this here in the building or was this at home before you got in, in the taxi? I cut them together at home. Cut it. And, <laughs> uh, uh, and then I ate it here. That is, um, so this is premeditated in many ways, isn't 50 it? 50 minutes, it's sat in a Tupperware in the taxi and I'm thinking, how's this going to go down? And it was absolutely brilliant. So you feel like you may have kind of found the building blocks, the DNA of a brand new cereal by combining these other two? Well, I believe I have, but I think it opens the doors. There, there must be other mixes out there oh. that some of us aren't... Why are you so repulsed by this? I would this? never, ever in a million years mix two different types of cereal. I just don't think they're meant to be... Like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm going to have to turn to my honourable friend sat behind me here. Emma, do you mix cereal? I do, and I think it makes them infinitely better. They can only be improved by mixing them together. Give me two that work that I haven't tried. I often do porridge and granola together. Outrageous behaviour. You're a heretic. That is unbelievable. That's a little bit healthier than I was actually thinking. Well, actually, that's like like the cereal version of soup with croutons. Exactly. The different textures. It really works. But but they're not supposed... You're not supposed to do that. You can do what you want. It's not illegal. Who is writing these life rules that says you cannot cut cereal together? There's people who make the cereals. They're not making them as, like, mixers. You might want to try this with a bit of that and (laughs) dash of this. Like, you know the the famous gif of the guy with the salt? Yeah. That's not how cereal's supposed to be. Cereal fusion. Outrageous. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Dino in Bracknell has said, Richie, you have taken me back to my childhood. The best ever mix is Frosties and Rice Krispies. I can't stop thinking about it right now. We are talking about this new sensation. It's not a new sensation. People have been doing it for years, it turns out. But the term for it... Serial fusion. Note what he said in that text, childhood. Took him back to his childhood. A lot of these people are ruining, um, like, healthy breakfasts with muck. Like Dean says, currently shoveling a mixture of fruit and fibre with Cheerios down my throat. No issue with mixing makes varied and more interesting. Nobody says adulthood doesn't have to be fun. <laughs> it's a good point. Now, that's that's a, a mantra you can live your entire Thank life you. by. Uh, let's go to the phones and speak to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Good to have you on the show. Where are you right now? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, man. Where, where are you calling from and what do you do with your cereal? Uh, I'm just on my way to work and with my cereal, I go with a crunchy nut. Yeah. A crunch out cornflake. Yeah. With a helping of a chocolate Nesquik. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, okay. this is this is big stuff. This is out of control, Aaron. Out of control. So you're, you're pre-mixing the Nesquik, obviously, to begin with, and then that is going in with the crunchy nut. Correct, yeah, but it has to be the right proportion. You can't have too many uh, Nesquik. Is there a ratio? Way. 
Yeah, about three to one, I would say, because otherwise you might as well just have a bowl of Nesquik. So, uh, Aaron, I would put it to you that you are a junkie in terms of <laughs> cereal. I might find you asleep in your car. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Three to one ratio. Listen to him. It's like Breaking Bad. And uh, we go to producer Nick, who's just popped in. Uh, Nick, what do you do with your cereal in terms of mixing it? Two Weetabix and Frosties. Two yes. weeks. covered in frosties. This is not how it's supposed to That's be. That's one of my right? other faves. Yeah, see, this was healthy earlier on with Emma. Just the, the veil's starting to slip now, I, eh? I, I'm looking at our other producer. I fear I know the answer to this. I know we're only looking after the breakfast show for a week. Do we have a budget to go out and buy a lot of cereals? No, well, do you want squash budget or cereal budget? Oh. oh, I mean, we do need squash for the show. Yeah, <laughs> so you're telling me we only have money to buy squash for the show or cereal for the show? Times are hard. Yeah. Choose yeah. your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can literally put a figure on the budget for the show, <laughs> can't you? It really is. About £1.89. You just spent a week eating fish and chips. I know, we've literally eaten our own budget. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Food pioneers with you this morning, all of us now mixing cereals. I think even Bush has got a taste of this. Never, never. <laughs> Nick in Derbyshire, I salute you with the science that is behind this. Butch, Ricky, Glenn, Emma, I mix crunchy nut with Wheatos. It is a perfect Madness. mix. <laughs> it is a perfect mix of flavours and textures. The Wheatos don't go soggy nearly as fast as the crunchy nut. I only tend to do it when I get to the bottom of one box and there isn't enough in the bowl, so I have to cut some together. Cheers for the great show. Listen to you. Yourself, cut some together. What you know, with your shirt off on a, on a low coffee table, uh, with a slow fan on the ceiling. Uh, Lorenzo says, "What about this? One crushed protein Weetabix, one big shredded wheat crushed, a layer of mixed nuts, a thin layer of crunchy nut, loads of fresh blueberries and raspberries." There's a nod to health in there. There is a little bit, yeah. But I love this one, and this kind of sums it up. Bob says on Twitter, "Hi guys, when staying at the Premier Inn, I have cocoa pops with a layer of special K over the top, so I look adult." And it tastes good. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Bush and Richie here looking after you this week. Like two uncles, if you behave yourself, where can we all go on a Friday for a treat if they behave themselves? <laughs> we go to Thorpe Park. Uh, when we tried to do some form of planning for what we would do looking after the uh, show for Dave and Matt this week, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that we didn't plan was this unintentional soap opera that has turned out to be my attempts to get a coffee machine. It is like a little mini soap opera every day, isn't it? It reminds me of, do you remember on the day-to-day -day they had a thing called Bureau de Change? A <laughs> 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 little bit every single day. And I mean, it's fascinating. It started uh, when I came on a Monday and told you how about I wasn't able to buy a coffee machine uh, because of the close proximity to England footballer Jack Wilshire. <laughs> yeah. And I was immobilised by his presence. Yeah. Couldn't talk, couldn't buy, left the shop. Went back, day two, bought coffee machine and then also bought a water filter and all that discussion about the slippery slope that that then brings on. Slippery slope. Well, yesterday evening, I had the time to finally get the coffee machine out of the box and get it up and running. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, my friends... I'm a barista. You are a barista. People train, though, don't they? People go and train to be barista. You can't just be a barista now. 
They say they do. <laughs> and I think we've all been a little bit drawn in by this tissue of lies. Right, so you think anyone could do barista in easily? Well, all I'm telling you is after about 45 minutes in the kitchen last night, I am knocking out coffees that... I'm not going to name any names. That would be foolish. Yeah. But the high street should should be quaking because of what I can, what I can knock out in my cul-de-sac. But, but, so to speak. <laughs> so to speak. Don't ruin your own coffee industry before you got going with this company. How, how many coffees did you make? <laughs> Three last night. You always chuck away the first oh, one. Have you been to bed? <laughs> Except all night. No, it's like when you do a pancake, isn't it? You always discard the first yeah. one. That's a trial one. Uh, and then I made... Uh, then I made what type have you been making? <laughs> Cappuccino, cappuccinos, because that's the fun. You have the fun with the frothing, all right? Yeah. That's the thing that I've actually really got addicted to. Can you do the pictures in the, the milk? like a? Oh, yeah, can you do that? Can you do a little shamrock? A little heart. So that's what I'm aspiring to do, and I've got to be honest, that's where the fun and the technique comes in. Yeah. Because really... When you're doing the coffee part of it, you're putting your, your ground coffee in the filter, locking it in, and all you're doing is pressing a button. Yeah. The artistry comes with the frothing of the coffee. I'm addicted to frothing coffee. Banging the old jar against the sides. Side, and then just uh, stirring on that froth coffee. And what I need to move to next is the patterns on top, yeah. Well, listen, everyone, a lot of, a lot of radio presenters have a sideline, don't they? Like, oh, you've got to have a sideline. Leona does a bit of decking. She does, yeah. Uh, is it Nick Snaith, who works in this building? He's a radio presenter. He does piloting. He's got bars and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do, I don't know, mobile coffee. Cul-de-sac coffee. Co- knocking one out on a cul-de-sac. Yeah, but you should do toasties and stuff like that as well. Uh, this is just I've got the a toasty machine. Well, this, this could be the next purchase. Need to invest, yeah. See what time Wiltshire's going back down the House of Fraser and get yourself one. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Midweek mayhem. And just to clarify, Richie, what were you just saying about the actual art of being a barrister? Uh, well, the, 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 I've, I've knocked out three last night and I'm a, I'm, I'm a genius already. I don't quite get where all this barista training's come from. Yeah, because um, you can do a course on it and everything. I, I've, oh. I've looked up online. There are, there, there are five-day courses you can do. Five-day courses? I, I mean, how's that happening? I, I've done three coffees last night at home in a Hertfordshire cul-de-sac. I'm a barista. <laughs> You are now a barista. Uh, the congratulations are flooding in. Thank you very much. Tracy is suggesting I can now cut out paper and create my own patterns and sprinkle chocolate on top. It's a great idea. Lovely. Uh, Carol Ann asking if I'm uh, using the Arsene Wenger method to caramelise the sugar in the two sp- uh, teaspoon still before it, stirring it. It'd be it rude in. not to, bearing in mind that the entire business proposition started by you standing next to uh, Jack Wiltshire in, in exactly. a shop, I think. you know. I do still caramelise my sugar, much as Arsene Wenger and taught people in the autobiography. Can I be honest with you? I, I was expecting, after what you just said before that song, I thought that the barrister... How do you say it? Barista. Barista. Yeah. Barista. I thought the barista community would be racing to try and defend their cause a little bit here because Richie's just saying that you can do it, you know, in, a, in, a, in an hour, suddenly you're a barista. But I've just blown a hole in their community. Maybe they know deep down. Maybe as we speak... They've been rumbled. Baristas are yeah. shredding paper... <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Good to have you on board. I've already apologised about posting up that photo first thing at the start of the show. Uh, Alex has tweeted saying, why do you keep Glenn in the conservatory? Uh, it's just how the studio's set up here. We apologise. It wasn't a great pick. Simple as that. <laughs> um, the barista community quaking this morning as I've called them out. Uh, bought a coffee machine, finally got it going last night. Knocked out three absolutely beautiful... 
beautiful ones at home um, and uh, I've had no training that's it it's all sorted um, uh, Dom in Liverpool says Baristas are all still in bed hence no kickback Richie um, I-, I dispute that you've not had one no, single no, you go past any Starbucks first thing exactly. in the morning they're there at 3am and yeah, I don't know if they're early. opening for the morning or they're still cleaning up from the previous <laughs> night What's and they had a real on? late lock-in or they're training yeah, oh, they're training. I don't know, but no, like train stations, all that kind of people are having coffees all over the place right now. Maybe they just accept it. Maybe they know deep down the secret they've is been, out. They've been rumbled. The death knell for the modern barrister. Although this text very interesting <laughs> says perhaps Richie could find out more information on the barrister dark web, very similar to the ice cream man dark web <laughs> he was talking about the other day. Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show on a Wednesday morning. Music for you, however you're feeling. We're having a lot of kind of unusual tweets and texts into the show this morning. <laughs> Hi to Stu, who's just this minute tweeted us uh, and sent in a little photo of his cat called Chuck Norris, who's woken him up by dropping a frog on his bed. <laughs> That's just a little microcosm of how this morning's going so It's far. a cool name for a cat. I like that. Chuck Norris. Uh, cool name on text as well. Dash has just uh, got in touch. Richie, congratulations on making a cup of coffee without any formal training. Brain surgery next. Do you know what? You knew there was going to be kickback to you saying that you are now a barrister just because of the nature of the fact that you've made a couple of coffees on your new machine. Kickback has taken a little bit longer to come than I thought it was going to. But it's coming now. <laughs> Neil says, uh, I'm a barrister trainer, so you know nothing, Richie. Do you understand the difference between coffee beans or the correct temperature to serve or the difference between foamed and stretched milk he's trying to he's trying to make me bite there have you heard of stretched milk before? you can't stretch a liquid you can't there you go neil so i know that there you go well he's literally drawn a line underneath that one absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio doing our best uh, whilst Dave and Matt take their holidays. Hey, we're having a damn good crack at it, aren't we? But offending barristers and stuff like that as well. <laughs> uh, can I apologise? I, st- I can't pronounce that word. Barista. I've had someone on Twitter saying anyone else shouting at the radio when Bush says it. I just won't say it. It sounds like Richie's become a barrister. It's what it is. Mm. I know. Which I... is a bit more of a stretch, isn't yeah. it, really? Yeah. Emma, you know when you slightly adjust your footing even though you know it's going to be fine when you get on an escalator at the top? Yeah. That's what I do whenever I'm about to say that word. <laughs> Can't help myself. Uh, now, I want to talk very quickly about an addiction that I have to an incredibly boring, mundane thing, but I'd like to start it off in the style of a self-help group. So if I say my name, would you all say, hi, Andy, after I say it? Go is that OK, it. really? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hi, my name's Andy Bush. Hi, Andy. Uh, and I'm afraid I'm addicted to Sephora. Sephora? <laughs> Sephora. As, as in the cleaning fluid. The little tiny cleaning fluid that you get in these little tiny bottles. Uh, I, I was not aware of Sephora even just 18 months ago. Got into it recently. Can't stop buying it. I'm absolutely obsessed with it, even though I know it's the most boring and mundane thing ever. I think we might have seen it on those Mrs. Hinch-type videos. My uh, wife and is another amazing. big fan. They are, it's, uh, they're beautiful smells. Well, it's, it's a little tiny bottle of something that you we would find, I would think, almost like that a monk would, would make in medieval <laughs> times. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's really, it's got this really potent smell, of, and there's different types. Some of them are like, uh, like smell of roses. Some of them smell of like ivy or whatever. And it's huge 
literally concentrates. You just put a little drop in a bucket if you're mopping the floor. Yeah. And the smell's out of this world. It's do, out of this world. So do, do you have a favourite fragrance? I love them all. Sometimes, you know, going back to the whole uh, cereal fusion thing from earlier on, sometimes I mix a couple of different flavours of Zaflora together and, and create a flavour that hasn't been seen before. Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah, you've got a real problem with people doing that with cereal. It's just not the way cereals <laughs> are meant That's to be done. That's definitely more weird. No way. Putting cereals together is definitely more weird. Mixing Zaflora is just like taking a bit of lavender. It's like Cadfile, if you remember that TV show. I do, yeah. A bit of lavender and a bit of hemp. <laughs> I, presto, off you I go. don't remember Cadfile uh, sweeping <laughs> his uh, wood laminate floor, though, with, uh, with Zaflora. I bet it came up an absolute dream. As, as, as addictions go, it's a, it's a rather humdrum one. It's quite humdrum. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has got, if you want to share with the group, because it is a self-help group, uh, something mundane that you are addicted to. Let's Hi, know. I'm Richie. Hi, Hi Richie. Richie. I'm addicted to frothing milk. Oh, you ain't there. Yeah. He's starting I'm again. a barrister. He's a barrister and he's knocked a couple out in his cold sack. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Congratulations. You're halfway through the week. Is yeah. Bush and Richie looking after things? Uh, we're talking about mundane things that you're addicted to. I was just admitting that I'm addicted to uh, Zaflora, the little cleaning solution. Comes in a little tiny pot. I think it might be magic. Mine says Zaflora, lavender flavour, is good for stopping cats from going to the toilet in your garden. There you go. Hashtag fact. And says yeah, this one here from Vicky. Bush in winter puts Zaflora on your radiators. And when the radiators heat up, the room smells amazing. Uh, Jane says they have a Facebook page for people to share tips and locations of favourite fragrances. It's like a subculture. You're yeah. not alone. You'll have your train forums. I'll have me Zaflora <laughs> forum. Uh, and I love this one. Uh, morning, guys. My name's Andy and I'm addicted to fruit pastels. A minimum of five at a time is the best. It's like a bunga bunga party in my mouth. We'll leave that one there. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We're talking about mundane things that you're addicted to. Uh, Glenn and Emma, let's get yours then and we'll do them in the style of a self-help group. Emma, let's start with you. Hi, my name's Emma. Hi, Hi Emma. Emma. And I'm addicted to beans on toast. Oh, oh. that's a good one to be... That's that is all, mundane. That is pretty mundane, but it is, man, yeah. it's good. It's so boring, but I have it for lunch almost every day. <laughs> So that's a seven, seven day a week thing. <laughs> no, not, not the weekends. I'm a bit Sunday is a day of rest. <laughs> <laughs> is it just spice it up with like a um, bit of marmite under the beans or any fancy stuff like no, that? No, for me, up? it just needs cheese and brown sauce. Careful. Simple. Brown sauce, you haven't that, Richie? Condiment man? No, 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 no. Too busy, that. It's a little bit too busy. Too busy it? from the man that has blueberry wuts and crunchy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's good different. Point. Uh, Glenn, please step forward into the group. Uh, hi, my name's Glenn. Hi, hi Glenn. Glenn. Uh, and I'm addicted to uh, hoovering the corners of rooms where it's dirtiest because then you get that satisfying crackle. Oh, I love that noise. Oh, wow. Mm, the suction. Mm. Oh, we've got a rug And you really lounge. think, oh, this is grubby and now it's, it's you can hear the cleanliness. It makes me want to hoover a beach. <laughs> hoover up a whole beach. <laughs> I love that feeling. We've got a, a rug in our lounge that completely picks up like loads of muck. A little baby at the moment as well, so we've got stuff all over it. That noise of just getting all the stuff going up. Dun, ding, dun, 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 I dun, reckon. Dun. Can you bring it in tomorrow, please? I, I will do. <laughs> and the baby. Thank you, thank you I, re- I reckon Glenn would have a fine time in this studio. Oh, yes. A lot of corners. Radio studio. Doesn't get hoovered often because... Who wants someone coming in hoovering when you're trying to talk into a microphone? You would have an amazing time in here. Mm. And weirdly enough, I'd quite like to watch him hoover. (laughs) Like a a Queen video. He's a a tall man. He's a tall man. Surprisingly tall fella. Do his back in. He really would do. Uh, Julie is on the phone. What is your other half Steve's addiction, Julie? Cardboard. 
Honestly, we could make a cardboard city. He collects things, okay? He's a musician, so he collects guitars. At the moment, it's stylophones and keyboards and anything you can think of. But he gets bored and then he has to sell them again on eBay. So he keeps any viable cardboard or packaging he can find for when he needs to sell it on eBay. Do you know what? I am exactly the same. I um, I sell and buy board games. I'm a complete board game nerd. But what I'll do is keep boxes that they arrive in in case I don't want the games anymore and I can sell them. And I keep them everywhere. And it drives my other half, Katie, absolutely mad. Why would you keep them? Just go to Tesco's or Sainsbury's and get a cardboard box. Well, that's me and Steve told. Me and Steve told. <laughs> Does appear to be that there needs to be some other half's cardboard support group going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, because it's, a, it's flammable. If your house goes on fire, it's going to go like a tinder box. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. I think the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie this week. Dave Berry back at Tuesday morning with Matt Dyson after the holiday. Uh, him and Matt have decided to extend their break by, <laughs> their romantic break by a night. Uh, so we're just talking about mundane things things that you're addicted to. I've already put my hand up and said that I'm addicted to Sephora. What weird thing do you kind of like? Uh, Lisa in Birmingham uh, railing in on ice gems, uh, admitting to two bags in bed at night. Imagine being in a relationship with someone who sat in bed next to you eating ice gems. <laughs> what's going on there? Is that your first bag or your second bag? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Please <laughs> get the crumbs off here. Uh, we're getting a strange amount of texts from people into the show who are also saying they would like to watch Glenn do a bit of hoovering. Yeah. <laughs> in any in any particular outfit, or are they just fine with have just got, the Hoover? What, what kind of Hoover have you got at home, Glenn? What what unit have you got? Have you got an old fashioned Hoover, one with a uh, light no, on the I've front? got one that needs to be charged, um, and then you uh, and then you unplug it, and then you just uh, you, you just freestyle. You just absolutely freestyle. That means you, you're not restricted by the the length of the wire, uh, and I can take that wherever I want. So. <laughs> As I said earlier, there's no restrictions to me taking it to Margate Beach. <laughs> Emma, would you like to see Glenn Hoover? Absolutely, in a kind of Queen video style. Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. And at the same time, in a purely platonic fashion. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've just been talking about weird and mundane things that you're addicted to, and we've just heard from uh, Glenn, who said that he likes to hoover the corners of rooms. Is that right? Big time. Big t- big time. <laughs> I've had a lot of texting from people saying they quite fancy, you know, watching Glenn Hoover, and we feel the same way. Do yeah, we mean? do, we do, we do. We need to make it happen. Well, we need to make it happen, and Glenn... <laughs> said to us that you love hoovering the corners and uh, Richie and I are going to make that happen for you right now. We you have... said you love the rattling as you get the uh, the has uh, got to be sediment. a grubby corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. we got a grubby corner really for you has. in this studio? <laughs> uh, I don't think the studio's been cleaned for quite some time. Uh, we've wheeled in the absolute radio Henry Hoover that's blue. Oh, not the model I usually use, but hey, I've got nothing against it. <laughs> Come on through, Come on through, Glenn. All right. Don't be shy. Come on down. Here he comes. Need He's to, running. Need to let you know the effort to get this Hoover into the studio without Glenn seeing has been. Well, <laughs> he has to be let into the door. It's yeah. been unbelievable. Here he is. Here's Glenn. 
This microphone here, Glenn. Uh, so we've got the blue Henry Hoover for you here, Glenn. Any yeah. words before you head over and start to hoover in the corner of the studio here? No, I'm nervous, but I'm ready for this. Um, it's always a nerve-wracking experience going for a hoover that you're not used to, but I'm sure that it's very much a one-size-fits-all. And yeah, again, be absolutely fine. he's a tall guy, isn't he? He is, he's a tall guy. The well, action's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Phil texts to say, uh, Bush, I'll give 20 quid to Teenage Cancer if Glenn and the Breakfast team remake the I Want to Break Free video. <laughs> That'll teach Barry to go on holiday and leave the kids with the weird uncle. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Look what we've done with your show. Uh, well, listen, uh, Glenn, do step over. Let's let's crank this baby up. Emma, are you ready for this? Yeah, I hope this means you've got me beans on toast as well. Yeah, well, we'll get something <laughs> sorted out. making everyone's dreams come true. Dreams come true. Let's have a listen to Glenn's action. You just see himself sorted out. Oh, I really just... Yeah, you can... Good action, Glenn. Yeah, but also you can really feel it as well. It's you really can, good. Yeah. I can almost see the carpet getting cleaner. <laughs> Going one-handed, I've got an arrogant about the whole thing. You did talk about uh, the reassuring crackle. Has oh. that happened there? Yeah, that was uh, a good just one. Just in the very specific corners. Let me let me move over to another. Oh, one. It's, oh he's got it wrapped around his legs. It's giving me palpitations here. The <laughs> wire. Glenn, can I um can I chuck some rip paper on the floor and just yeah, see how that sucks up? Please do. Please do. Give me a rip paper down there. I want to no, break no, free. No, no. <laughs> I want to I've, break I've free. You've made this more difficult for me. Yeah, the paper's clogged up the end of his hoover. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, it's another roaring success. <laughs> That's gone down a treat, though, hasn't it? Dave and Matt, back on Tuesday. There you go. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Wednesday morning, Absolute Radio's breakfast show. Looked after this week as much as we can by uh, by Bush and Richie. Dave back next week. <laughs> he says with Glenn Hoovering in the background. <laughs> by the way, people are texting in offering, like, can Glenn come and hoover their house? We're not loaning him out. It's not no. how this works. He's not a franchise. Uh, someone mentioned earlier on donating to the Teenage Cancer Trust, and I forgot to mention that I, I did my first hosting, comparing uh, stint last night at the Royal Albert Hall. What a venue. For the comedy, the evening of comedy with Kevin Bridges. It was fantastic. Packed to the rafters as well. Mm-hmm. What an amazing venue the Royal Albert mm-hmm. Hall is as well. Uh, brilliant lineup: uh, Romesh Ranganathan, Sean Walsh, John Bishop, Kerry Godlinman, to name but a few. Uh, so that is, again, it's a week of different stuff on, all raising money for t- the Teenage Cancer Trust. Tonight, it's Tom Grennan. I'll report back after that. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Wednesday morning's breakfast show on Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie this week, Dave Barry. Uh, Dave Barry? Who is Dave Barry? <laughs> That'd be great if he was called Dave Barry. Yeah, it's very different. Very different feel. What would Dave Barry do? Dave Barry would be kind of working at the end of the pier. Maybe he would be calling bingo. I was thinking Dave Dave Barry would probably be some uh, some northern uh, sort of entertainer. Do you know what? In, I think. in Leon C, they've got an advert in the park, in Chalkwell Park. You can you can have you can book for your mum a Mother's Day treat and you have like a three-course lunch and then there's an entertainment at the end, I think he's called Tony Vegas, but it's along the same line. Probably from Blackpool, pretends he's from America. On the spot, pop-up text here, who is Dave Barry? Hello, I'm Dave Barry. <laughs> Great to have you on board. Could start with a couple of numbers and we'll have a break. Uh, we've been talking about the mundane things that you're addicted to. Uh, Tina in Nuneaton says, I have an unusual addiction to sellotape. Uh, and Adam, uh, finally, to, uh, to finish things off here, I'm addicted to soaking my sandwiches in water before I eat them because I just like soggy things in my mouth. Oh, oh. Right. that one comment and statement is wrong in so many different ways. <laughs> and someone called Downward on Twitter has followed that bloke's tweet by saying, nice to see they have a radio in prison. 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, one of the things that uh, we did on the Hometime Show back end of last year, Bush and I love a little bit of a food challenge. We do. Our fish and chip shop tour last week of the UK. Uh, but last year, we went to Manchester to try and attempt a pizza eating challenge. It was a 40-inch oh. pizza. I still get flashbacks thinking <laughs> about genuinely it. genuinely one of the most pathetic videos I've ever seen. Yeah. Ridiculous. Says the lad he was just hoovering it here five minutes ago. Yeah, at your request and demand. It looked pretty good, to be fair. (laughs) What's what's so pathetic about it, Glenn? You barely Uh, made a dent in it. Did you made a mess? Do you see the size of that thing? Yeah, it was absurd. I don't think two humans can eat that. I don't think they can, but... It was um, huge. Unfortunately, (laughs) in your career, things happen. You have collateral damage that sort of happens, and people people love to remind you about it. They do, don't they? And at the moment, the pizza appears to be one of the things for Bush and myself. Obviously, the video is vivid in your minds. You have your opinions on what we did or didn't do. And this morning, we get into work. A bloke called Matt has uh, got in touch with us uh, and showed us uh, a video of uh, an attempt that was just completed in the States. Uh, Molly, a lady called Molly and a gentleman called Killer Kennedy, sounds like a lovely fella, uh, have just done a 14-pound Texas pizza. And uh, I've just retweeted it on YouTube. It is quite incredible. Wow, 14 pounds. That's five or six producer Nick's, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's an amazing thing. And they are just... He's sort of like uh, pouring water on it to make it easier to go down. Pretty grim, isn't uh, it? They're, they're sort it. of rolling the pizza up like enchiladas at times. Oh. Wait, wait, watching that now, what, how does it make you feel? But bearing in mind, we did, as Glenn has rightly pointed out, we failed quite badly at our attempt. I've got to be honest, you might not like this. What it makes me feel right now is they've got a better technique and we should go again. No! <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. We can't go back. Never return to a lit firework. Isn't that the phrase? <laughs> yeah. Glenn and Emma, if you obviously, you know, trolling uh, Richie and I about our attempt, do you reckon you could speed eat anything? I think I wouldn't try and eat it with a knife and fork like you did, which I think, I think that was your downfall. I've forgotten that. Yeah. Mm. I was just trying to put it into smaller pieces. You've, you've really, down. I think you've really got to work out how long you've got, what you've got to eat per minute, divide it up into that and then just keep going yeah. at that rate you have to because otherwise what happens is people sometimes eat too slowly they've got to speed up at the end or you go in way too quickly early on which I think Richie you did, you did. and then you're too full up early on and you can't yeah. finish the rest if of it if you two though had to speed eat something or a challenge what would it be? pizza pizza you can yeah. do it oh right it's harder than you think it let's is. do it again look at the state of us <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, important day this weekend. Uh, I've got to be a little bit careful here because I have just overheard something. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to name names. Mm-hmm. It will become evident to one member of the team very quickly that I am talking about them. Right. And they may want to stay quiet. But I've just overheard somebody starting to arrange plans for Mother's Day on Sunday. Gentle reminder to people. Right, yeah. And they're being far more generous than I would have been. Far more generous? Yeah, on a monetary side of things. <laughs> just, what, how, what, what's what's your... What, what would you do on Mother's Day? Uh, well... Price-wise, what would you go for? <laughs> What's the limit? What's the the, the first limit? Do you have to say in pounds? You can do it in yen if you want, just to (laughs) cover your tracks. (laughs) Desensitise it slightly. But the figure that I heard, the figure that I heard had a five in it. Oh, I thought you were going to say five figures. (laughs) (laughs) And I wouldn't operate with a five in. Five pounds. No, I'm not that tight. (laughs) 
It's not. You're not far off. So, but fifteen pounds is too much. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I've made this, this, this. This is now too coated. Can I just say, right? I will never forget. I will never forget. Me and my brother forgetting Mother's Day, and we had to line up, queue up at the landline to be told off by my nan. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I just say to anyone with Mother's Day coming up, Sunday or whatever, sort it out. It's not worth the hassle. Yeah, 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 do it. Be generous. And be generous. There you go. A little moral lesson from Richie Fur for you there as well. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I can't stop watching that video that's up on our Twitter page at Absolute Radio of Glenn Hoovering. Makes it makes sense as to why the listeners demanded to see it. Yeah. And now when you watch it happen, it's a beautiful thing. It's magnificent. His uh, cable kind of form in terms of what he uses the wire. A bit like if you ever watch Morrissey live, the way he flicks the mic lead. No, <laughs> bit like that. It's, it, it's <laughs> the more flick. They it's call the it Indiana up, yeah. Jones whip, isn't it? It is. It? A of real, the Hoovering there wire. is a real firecrack noise every time that hits. Uh, so do uh, do take the chance to have a look at yeah. that. Also, something else from earlier on, but a bit more recent. Uh, about 15 minutes ago, we set things going on today's no-repeat guarantee, uh, but also the no-repeat guarantee accumulator. Um, I think it's a pretty simple premise to text the word WIN to 81215. Bit of housekeeping for you, Bit here. of housekeeping here. I understand that sometimes in your rush to enter and text the word WIN... Because it's five grand. You, you'd do it, wouldn't you? Yeah. You may misspell the word WIN. But I yeah. don't understand how someone texts... Text Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, where, right. where's that come from? <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not how it works. So, you remember the featured artist. Yeah. You don't text that to 8 to a 15. That's going to win you nothing. Just texting in Fleetwood Mac ain't going to win you the money. No, so just a bit of housekeeping. I, I tell you, on the, on the same thing with text that's not going to win you the money is texting us, I need Jennifer and Ruth's addresses, please. <laughs> Which clearly <laughs> is meant for somebody else. So, like Richie says, just a bit of housekeeping. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Bush and Richie here with you for the full week. It's 9.38 right now. Uh, right now? <laughs> it's 9.38 right now. Keep going, keep going. I like it. <laughs> Scottish. McBush. Aye, Andy McBush. <laughs> I'm here, we lad. And Dave Barry. Dave Barry. Love um, Dave Barry. You guys have waded in on a lot of our rubbish over the last three and a half hours, but one of the things you've picked up on the most uh, was this uh, new uh, movement that Bush and I have... Actually, no, I've created... I'm, <laughs> I'm distancing myself from this. Seriously. Cereal fusion. This is uh, the act of uh, mixing two cereal boxes together. I would say cereal killer, to be honest with you. <laughs> Should never cross streams. Well, we've managed to find some funds and there will be some live trials in lab coats uh, tomorrow morning on the show. So do keep the socials coming throughout the day because you've really yep. you've really gone in on this. I think there could be some great flavour combinations be, for tomorrow. It'd be interesting to see it. We're going to mix it like as we go live tomorrow. So, Glenn and Emma, any suggestions as to what we should get in? We're going to get a load of cereal in just a mix. I think definitely one of the one of the big contenders was Crunchy Now. Yes, lots of Crunchy. Yeah, that's quite versatile. Yeah, that I think good. Cocoa Pops as well. If you're going to introduce chocolate into the mix, because that's the lightest and most airy. You, you, you saying, need one that makes a chocolate milk. Well, someone's yeah. saying Nest, Nesquik. Is Nesquik's that... good as well, but yeah. it dominates the cereal because it's so large. They're like golden nuggets. They're very boulder-like. <laughs> boulder-like. <laughs> and then we, the the thing, the yin and yang with this as well. A lot of people mixing like cutting healthy cereals with, with a bit of muck no. as well. So mm. we, we needed a healthy 
healthy kind I think of base. It's got to be some Weetabix in there. Got to yeah. be a bit of Weetabix yeah, in there. Yeah. Is that your, your base healthy one, is there, the Weetabix? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. We'll go for the Weetabix. Watch this space and keep tweeting today. At Absolute Radio could be making your concoction tomorrow. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Free Radio Breakfast Show on a Wednesday morning. What have you just taken out of your mouth? Uh, I can't broadcast with a fisherman's friend in my mouth, so I'm just holding it uh, whilst we close down the show, then it's going back in. <laughs> I, would, I thought you were sucking a coin for a second. They're little so tiny coins. So feral, coin. awful. They, are, they were the, the, the official mint of our driving around on our chip shop tour, yeah. don't you think? Beautiful now thing. it's the show mint as well. Yeah. If you're working with some form of table mint today, let us know. But you can't because we're pretty much finished. Actually, I know. Let Leona know. Oh, she'll love that. She'll love it. Get in 8, touch 12, now. 15. What's your favourite mint? Tell yes. Leona. Right, it's going back in now. <laughs>